Next on BYU Sports Nation, the drive for five straight BYU football wins goes through Utah State and their quarterback, whoever that is. Utah State linebacker Zach Vigil joins us live to discuss why the Aggies are ready for the Cougars and David Nixon on the effect Bronson Kafusi will have on the BYU pass rush. Plus, a new football series at an NFL stadium and boom shakalaka 2.0. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation, back on your radio, television, and other media machines presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Tuesday, September 30th. That's right, the last day of September. Mm. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the guy who's trying to bring back socks with sandals, no. Jerem Jordan. No, that's Matt Hume, one of my students. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's rocking it on the rig. And you keep rocking that, man. Nice shirt, man. Thank you. I <sighs> appreciate that. For the first time in 283 shows. Is that how many we've done? Jerem and I wore the same shirt on accident. The first time was on purpose because we had we wore BYU matching rugby BYU rugby sweatshirts. hoodies. Yeah. They were given to us, but yeah, this was not on purpose. You feared. We you never, feared this for a very long time. We never talk about this. We never talk. Hey, what do you wear? Because I, I don't care what you wear. <laughs> you wear what you want. Then we wore the same shirt. These are the shirts that Zach Nyborg gave us. Shout out to Zach Nyborg. And luckily, Brian, Brian took the dog tag that Zach gave me and like, hey, where is that? <laughs> Brian's like, Brian! I'm taking, I'm taking something. I know. Brian would do that anyway. <laughs> Brian's fun. Twinners, yeah. wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. Boom shakalaka 2.0. Yeah. Woo! The second annual BYU Basketball Showcase, Friday, October 17th, hosted by myself and Jerem Jordan. Very excited about this. Live on BYU TV, Smithfield House, 9 Eastern time uh, in about two and a half weeks. Get to know this year's team, all 85 of them on the <laughs> roster. Just kidding, there's 18. They went zip lining yesterday, by the way. Team activity. Some pictures. Yeah, there was a good picture of that. Yeah. No, we're pumped. Boom Shakalaka 2.0, uh, October 17th. 9 Eastern Time, live from the Smithfield House. Let it's us not be great. overlook the fact that BYU Basketball Media Day is this week. Yeah. On Thursday. Absolutely. Two-hour BYU Sports Nation will have Dave Rose, Kyle Collinsworth, Tyler Hawes, Anson Winder, or as Jerem likes to call him. Anson Winder. Anson Winder. Yeah. Chase Fisher, <laughs> three-point specialist. If yeah. you haven't had the opportunity to enjoy a Chase Fisher interview, for that alone. He's fun. Watch BYU Basketball Media Day. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Start it off with today's Twitter question. How much influence will the starting quarterback for Utah State have on the outcome of Friday's game? That's next level. That's what we do here. Hashtag BYUSN. First tweet is at PWNer1019. He's no Taysom Hill. That is a scientific fact. Thank you. <laughs> I want Thank an explanation you. on that Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah. Send in an explanation. At PWNR1019. There's got to be hmm. some intriguing story yeah, behind that one. Hashtag BYUSN. Let's hear what you got to say. BYU Sports Nation simulcast and beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Will the real Aggie quarterback please stand up? Um, we heard something different today. I heard they're actually medical redshirting him. Wow. Um, really? As of now. But, um, I mean, that could be different. If he is there, I mean, obviously it's a whole 
a whole different deal with his legs. He's uh, he's very good on the ground, and so you almost you have to play and prepare more for a two-dimensional quarterback. Those are the comments of BYU defensive lineman Remington Peck yesterday on BYU Sports Nation. That got interesting. Yes, telling us he heard Chucky Keaton will medical redshirt this season, and with those comments launched a media firestorm that spread from Utah State head coach Matt Wells' press conference yesterday to the NFL.com. BYU said that? BYU players. BYU players said that? So they've been in our staff meetings, in our medical meetings with our doctors and trainers? Come on, man. I mean, seriously? Yeah, I kid you not. Well, anyway, I don't know about that. I guess I won't comment on a player's comment. I, that surprises me a little bit. Comment. Will not Come comment. On, Come on, Come man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Am I surprised at that reaction? No. Not at all. Bottom line is, nobody knows yet. There was there was no denial there. Yeah. I think it's just a big well, question he had, mark. He had more comments about it. Next few days, probably. Just same thing as I said last week in the, in the press conference. We'll see how he, Chucky is early this week, and we'll see how he is. Get him out and practice him today and see what's going on. And I'll talk to our medical staff. Those guys are experts at what they do. And we'll, I'll lean on them really, really heavy. Utah State does not know yet. And neither if do I, we. If I'm Utah State, I'm worried. As a fan. If I'm a Utah State fan, I go, what? We don't know yet? It's been two weeks. How do we not know yet? Matt Wells did the right thing. He's holding his cards. Yes. Yes. Make BYU prepare for both quarterbacks. Absolutely. He didn't deny the report, just said he wouldn't comment on what the player, the BYU player, Remington said. Peck, right here on BYU Sports Nation. We don't know where Remington heard this, but it is an option for Utah State to seek a medical redshirt. Right, and they, that doesn't happen till after the season. You don't know, like Michael Lisa got one, Sky Povey got one. They wouldn't even know till later, but the option is there that if it is a season-ending injury, and there's some criteria, play less than 20% of the games and blah, blah, all this stuff. If that is met, that that possibility exists. Again, we do not know where Remington Peck heard this. His brother Bridger played at Utah State for three years up through last year. Remington has a former high school teammate, at least one that we know of, playing at Utah State right now. Filiaga. We don't know where he heard it, only that he told us in a very matter-of-fact way. I mean, he did not, there was no hesitation. But Matt Wells is right. Was he in the medical meetings? No. Was he with Chucky? You know, whether that's true or not, man, that's interesting. The possibility of that happening for Utah State. They're in a weird place right now. They're in a really weird place. Just lost Arkansas State on the road, a game they thought they should win. Uh, the offensive line has struggled. They haven't had any running back rush for 70 yards in a game yet. Chucky's hurt. I mean, this is Utah State's in a vulnerable position. There are two notable NFL scouts that before the season began listed Chucky Keaton as the best quarterback west of the Mississippi. He's really good, and I think everyone knows that. And that's why it was such a big deal yesterday. Whether Remington Peck's comments are true or not is besides the point, I think, at this point. It's, oh, the idea is out there that this could happen. You mentioned Michael Elisa of BYU was in a similar situation last year. He was held out before the fifth game of the season and said he would sit out, hoping that he'd get a medical redshirt, which he did, and now he is back this year playing linebacker. Yeah. Regardless, whoever plays for Utah State at quarterback, BYU head coach Bronco Mendenhall says BYU will be ready. Chucky's ability to create and his leadership and his experience, certainly you have to acknowledge. Um, but really by preparing for him, really anything else besides that, you're kind of ready for. 
If you prepare for Chucky, you'll be ready you, for anybody. You shall not fear, I think is the scripture. If you prepare for Chucky, you shall not fear. Let's compare the two Utah State quarterbacks. Chucky, 19 and 11 as a starter. Mobile. Although not as mobile as he used to be. He's Watch a little him more Tennessee. And running. Yep. Yeah, he just, yep. he just doesn't it's look the, the same. same. He's really smart and is known for not making bad decisions. I love Chucky Keen. I think he's fantastic. Got off to a slow start this year. Very technical, good footwork, good passer. Still trying to find, obviously, himself from before. Before the ACL injury took him out last year and then tweaking it again this year. Daryl Garrettson, on the other hand, is a pocket passer. Not nearly as mobile as Chucky. But was good last year. 6-1 and one as a starter last year. W- uh, win against Northern Illinois in the bowl game, who was ranked at the time. That's one of... Utah State's two wins against a ranked team all time. They're 2-50. BYU is now preparing but, for a team that but has... lost the game against Arkansas State. ...that has won back-to-back bowl games. They've won three bowl games in program history. Two of them have come in back-to-back years. This is the golden... Uh, a golden era of Utah State football right now. But if Chucky e. Keene's not the guy to go, you think that BYU's probability of winning the game increases because Chucky's a better quarterback than Daryl Garrett's. This has been the season of breaking trends for BYU with backup. Oh, no, we're going to play against the backup quarterback. <laughs> the vaunted, no! The vaunted backup QB. You know what? BYU fans are still paranoid of the backup. BYU at home, going for five straight, Royal out. Jim McMahon is honored. His jersey retired. Chucky e. Keaton not going to play. The line's at 20 and we'll a half see, right we'll now, by the way. We'll see if he plays or not. We don't know that he's not. The... T- the, the problem is probably that BYU is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite, which might that's, be too much. That's stupid. That's way too much. BYU may win the game by that much. Trust me, a win is good enough against Utah State. Two of the last three have been by three points. The Riley Nelson miracle. The 6-3 game with Taysom as a starter. 2013, Chucky gets hurt. BYU plays a great game. Is up 31-7. Utah State scores a late touchdown. It's 31-14. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation, and we will be joined by Jordan Leslie in just a few minutes on BYU Sports Nation coming off of an ankle injury. We'll ask him about that, how he's feeling. He's the leading receiver for the Cougars through four games. Two-game series against the South Florida Bulls announced, representing Tampa, Florida, September 25th, 2021, at Raymond James Stadium, the home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another NFL stadium. And then the next year, 2022, in Provo, September 23rd. Listen, South Florida is not the strongest team but it's great that BYU is getting something in the Southeast, uh, in Florida, in an NFL stadium. That's great. You have 12 games. Might as well fill them with games like this. More on BYU and South Florida in just a bit. Joining BYU Sports Nation right now, making a return trip, as a matter of fact, is the senior wide receiver transfer, Jordan Leslie. Jordan, how's it going? Hey, guys. How are you all? We are fantastic. Most importantly, how are you and your ankle feeling? <laughs> I'm doing real good. Uh, I practiced today. and. You know, I feel 10 times better, so I'll be ready for the game. 10 times better than when it first happened? <laughs> uh, 10 times better than yesterday, actually. Oh, than yesterday. So how did you feel yesterday? Uh, you know, I, I, I did a little bit of jogging there, here and there and worked with the trainer. But today I got to, you know, go into practice and, you know, I was, caught a few passes from Taysom. So it was good. Jordan, I think you hobbled off the field faster than I can run with both of my feet. <laughs> take, us back, take us back to that moment. What, what happened and what was going through your mind immediately during that injury? Well, you know, I kind of try to reach back on a, on a post, 
and uh, I felt a pop in my ankle. So that kind of automatically scares me. I've had, you know, I've had two ankle surgeries. Mm. And so that's kind of why I hop so quick because, you know, I'm so used to hopping on one leg. So it, was, it came natural. So I just wanted to get off the field and kind of get help. I didn't want to lay there. When, was, uh, when did you have those ankle surgeries, and were they on the same ankle you hurt? Uh, I had one on each, and, you know, it was, it was right after my sophomore season. I kind of played the whole season with hurt ankles and then got surgery right after. Do you fear any uh, long-term repercussions, or was it, was it just a sprain? Oh, no. I mean, it's just, it was just a sprain. You know, I haven't had – ever since I got surgery, I've, they felt great. I haven't had any problems with them. It was just kind of, you know, a freak thing, me trying to reach back, and yeah. foot kind of just got caught in the grass. Jordan Leslie with us on BYU Sports Nation. <clears throat> Bronco Mendenhall called this a featured in-state game. This is the first time you'll experience t- taking on the Aggies and in this, I guess, pseudo-rivalry. How, what does this game mean to you now playing it for the first time? You know, uh, since it'll be my first time, you know, I haven't, haven't gone against uh, Utah State, but hearing from all the players and kind of just seeing, you know, how they're preparing and, you know, the importance it is to them, it, it's automatically important to me. I mean, we're family, so I can kind of just vibe up, get the vibe off of them, and I understand this is an important game for, you know, BYU fans and us. And, of course, it just keeps us, you know, 5-0 and if we win it. Uh, how do you think you've done on the season so far as you got your first touchdown uh, against Virginia? You know, I, I think I've had you know, a pretty good season. Uh, you know, I feel like every, every week it's just going to get better. Uh, the more our offense just clicks more and more. You know, people start getting inserted like Devon and, you know, once, once Nick gets back and people like that, it's going to open up everything. And I feel like, you know, it's going to be a big season for our offense. You get to wear the all-royal uniforms in this game against Utah State. What's the atmosphere like in the locker room when you get to do these different uniform combinations? Oh, we're real excited. You know, it's fun to, to change it up and kind of get new gear and new cleats, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I've never, you know, had a chance to wear the royal blue, so I'm real excited about that, and I also can't wait for the, the all-black game. Black, now, yeah. now, I assume that the, the, the helmet is going to be white, or will it be royal? Uh... You know, I, I think it's going to be white with just the royal blue logo, but, I, you know, don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. <laughs> okay. I wanted to ask you about this, too. Uh, the number nine jersey being retired. Uh, are you going to be the last guy to wear nine at BYU? Uh, from what I hear, I'll be the last person. So, you know, it's a great honor. You know, it's, it was already a great honor to wear, you know, especially people like Austin Collie and Jimmy Mann, people like that. But, you know, and I guess I'll be the last one. So that's another great Great accomplishment here. Do you realize how much street cred you just created for yourself by mentioning Austin Colley that you knew he was number nine? Oh. <laughs> as a transfer? That's excellent. you gotta, you got to know everyone that, that had the number before you. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Leslie with us on BYU Sports Nation, senior transfer wide receiver. How was managing the pressure of being undefeated at 4-0, and ranked 18th in one poll, 19th in the other? You know, there's, there's not too much pressure because it's, kind of, it's kind of what we expected. We came into the season and we knew we had a great team. Uh, you know, I've, we have talent at every position, so we kind of expect to go undefeated, and uh, we just kind of take it game by game. We kind of not, we try not to, you know, live in the past too much and uh, get too happy about our wins, and we just kind of try to look to the next opponent. And so that's Utah State. So once this game's over, we'll look towards uh, our next opponent. Is the opportunity to play on ESPN uh, something that drew you to BYU games like this Friday? Um, you know, I, I knew that you know BYU had a, tons of games on ESPN, but that that wasn't too big for me. You know, I like I said before, like it was mostly about the team, the atmosphere, and you know the chances that we had to, to have a great season. And but I mean, of course, it's always great to be you know on a big stage and have a big game. And 
you know, I'm ready for Friday to come. And with that said, in the, uh, before you got to BYU, we talked about how you felt disrespected, and I think it was CBSSports.com listed the top receivers uh, going into the next draft, and you weren't in the top 50, and you said, hey, I feel like I'm a top 10 receiver. Is this an opportunity for you to prove yourself on a Friday night like this as you continue this undefeated season? Of course. You know, every game's the opportunity to prove that, and, you know, I haven't had a 100-yard game, and I hope it's, hope it's this next game, and, you know, I hope it's everyone after that because you want to prove every game, you know, what you mean to the team and then also, you know, to other people how, how good you see yourself and how good that uh, you feel that God, God's talent, that God-given talent is. Jordan, we appreciate you joining us. We wish you the best of luck against Utah State and uh, take care of that ankle. Oh, of course. Thank you so much. You'll have a great day. Thanks, Jordan, Jordan Leslie on BYU Sports Nation. Up next, how about we keep the interview train rolling? This time we'll go to Zach Vigil of Utah State. The linebacker joins us. What's the best part of playing with his brother Nick as an Aggie? And how do they have the fourth best run defense in the country? We're going in-depth after this. Zach's got great hair. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live on a Tuesday from Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. No after further review tonight, so BYU Sports Nation will be rebroadcast in primetime tonight. 8 and 11 Eastern time, BYU Sports Nation in primetime. What's Sweet. better than one hour of BYU Sports Nation? Three hours of BYU The irony Sports is, Nation. if you're watching this at 8 or 11 Eastern time, this happened this morning. Wait, time travel. Yeah, this. It happened already. Here we are. <laughs> Our Twitter question today, how much influence will the starting quarterback for Utah State have on the outcome of Friday's game? Chucky Keaton or Daryl Garrettson? Both guys have won bowl games. Both have been winners. Joining us now from Utah State, senior linebacker Zach Vigil, guy who had an outstanding game his last run against Arkansas State. Zach, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thank you for having me. You have the opportunity to play football at the Division One level with your brother, Nick. What's that like, having that brotherly connection on the same college football team? Uh, it's a pretty cool experience. Um, you know, me and my brother, we do brotherly things. and We talk to each other how brothers do. But uh, before games, we always tell each other uh, we love each other and, you know, how blessed we are to be able to play the game of football together. Do you have a funny conversation on, on the field with each other, or is it all business? It's it's all business, really. Um, the only time we really uh, loosened up is we were laughing sometimes in, in the Wake Forest game because we were just getting after them. So we were, we loosened up a little bit there, but mainly it's just a, a business mentality and handling doing your job. And yeah, do you call each other out when you make a mistake? <laughs> yeah, we had no problem doing that. Um, and I and I think it makes I think it makes people better. I think when you have those kind of leaders in, in any whether they're brothers or not, if you can have guys that aren't afraid to call each other out and let each other know that when they mess up, it uh, only makes you better as a team. Zach Vigil, Utah State senior linebacker on BYU Sports Nation. You have a run defense that's currently ranked fourth in the entire country. What makes the Utah State front seven so tough to run the ball against? Uh, I think we have uh, really good players, obviously. that uh, That's something we take great pride in. Uh, Coach Orlando does a tremendous job of putting us in good positions to uh, be able to s- slow down the run games for most of our opponents. So combination of coach coaching scheme, and uh, we have really good players here like B.J. Larson to hold down the front. Um, we have my brother on the edge, and uh, LT's been playing at a high level also on the inside with me. How do you prepare for a guy like Taysom Hill, Zach? 
Uh, well, in practice, to simulate a guy like Casey Tell, you really can't do it. Um, you know, he's a really tremendous athlete. Everybody knows that. And uh, the biggest thing is when you're practicing, you have to be able to think about what you're going to actually see. When you play against a scout quarterback, you just have to imagine, you know, a 232-pound quarterback in open space that I, can run. Yeah, I imagine. So that's, that's hard to imagine. That's hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah. Zach Fitchell with us on BYU Sports Nation plays linebacker for the Utah State Aggies. They will take on the BYU Cougars this Friday night on ESPN, 1015 Eastern, 815 Mountain Time. What does the BYU game mean to you and your team, Utah State? Uh, I think the biggest thing is we've got to get rolling again and playing uh, Utah State quality football. And that's something we haven't done, in my opinion, 100% yet this season, not, not in any of our games. Um, as far as the game against BYU, that's that's bragging rights. Obviously, we're not in the same conference, but it's a bragging rights thing, and it'll be a good challenge for our defense to see where we really stack up against a quality opponent, obviously. In BYU's offense, they have a lot of threats on the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, bragging rights and then to see where we are as a defense, from my standpoint anyways. What's the mood in the locker room right now? It's good. Uh, we had a good day of practice yesterday. Um, we feel confident in what we can, what, what we're going to try to do on Friday night. Um, obviously, BYU had a week off too, so they're well rested. They're going to be well prepared. I think it's going to be a good battle. These in-state games create for some interesting dynamics in terms of relationships and players know each other. How many guys do you know on BYU's roster right now? The only guy I've met personally is uh, Remington Peck. I uh, had an opportunity to go. I'm friends with his little brother, Bridger Peck, who played here for a while. Um, I was able to go on a cow elk hunt with them last winter. Remington's a good guy. Uh, we helped him pack out his cow elk. So, Okay, so that's, you're, that's a, you're a hunter as well? Oh, oh, yeah, and I know uh, Jordan, Jordan Prater. He played football with my little brother at Fremont. He's a funny kid, too. Remington so. sure made things interesting yesterday, didn't he? <laughs> I don't know. I, I hadn't heard what, what he had said. He said that Chucky Keaton's going to medical redshirt, and then uh, the press conference with Matt Wells was like, oh, is Remington in our medical meeting? Does he know all that? You, yeah, hadn't, have... you hadn't heard that yesterday? No, I, I don't have a Twitter or a Instagram or anything like that. So well, I don't... well done. Yeah, I just stay away. That's how you stay out of trouble. You just don't have all that social media. <laughs> We've heard that from multiple guys. Yes. Truth spoken by Zach Vigil, Utah State senior linebacker on BYU Sports Nation. Look, you guys have had some some really tough adversity this year. Season-ending injuries to Kyler Fackrell. Chucky's now hurt. Uh, you had Chucky gone for the entire season last year. How is Utah State able to overcome it last year and win a bowl game and still find a way to get motivated this year as well when you're facing those types of difficulties? Uh, obviously, as you stated, those are great players that we've had uh, you know, hurt and had some adversity that way. Last year, we were able to rally, though, when uh, – just through the mindset of next man up, and that's something we're have to, we're going to have to uh, do this year if we're going to be successful. Uh, next guy up, we have to step up a level of play from veterans all the way down to you know redshirt freshmen who are playing. So the biggest thing is not knowing your job in the front and your leaders have to lead and help the young guys out as much as they can. What kind of difference have you noticed from BYU on offense uh, from last year to this year? Uh, some of the formations they run are different. They run a lot more motions this year, which makes things a little more complex. Uh, Taysom Hill, I think, is throwing the ball with extreme uh, better accuracy than the film I'd watched you know, up until this point last year. Uh, I think that's an underrated part of his game is his, his arm. You know, He throws cross-field hitches pretty accurately, and 
the biggest thing I said like is the motions, but I think the running backs are running the ball more physically. Their fullback, uh, 33, is a good blocker in pass protection, but he can also run the ball, and he's a powerful runner. So those are the things I've seen right now. Obviously, number 10 is a, a really good possession receiver. Uh, he catches the ball, gets upfield. I think all the receivers do a good job of that for BYU. You opened the season at Neyland Stadium in Tennessee, one of the premier stages on the college football scene. And uh, you lost that game. You lose a heartbreaker to Arkansas State. What have you learned about your team in those two losses that you feel like, okay, we, we lost, but we got better? Uh, I think it's resilience. Um, like I said, we have a good, had a good day of practice yesterday. We had pretty good days of practice last week. It was lightened up, but it was good and crisp. Uh, that's the biggest thing is you have to be able to bounce back from those losses. And against Tennessee, obviously, we got kind of got blown out of the water there. I think we cleaned some things up on the perimeter. Uh, we got better against Arkansas State. We didn't uh, do enough to win. They obviously scored too many points. Lots of connections on the coaching staff. Uh, and one guy that's new to BYU that was at Utah State, Zach Nyborg, a former football <laughs> operations guy. We like talking to Zach. What's something we can mention to him? Uh, that you maybe know about him that he maybe doesn't want known. <laughs> I don't know, but I just, I would like to know how his dating life's going, or if he's dating anybody, anything like that. I know that was when he was here; he was always looking to date somebody. So I don't know. <laughs> that, that'd be a question I have. How's his, how's the dating life going? We need to ask that question as well. Yeah, that's, uh, of that's a fair point. Hey, speaking of uh, dating and styles and, and hair and all this stuff, you might be a candidate for this. But who has the best hair on Utah State's football team? Oh, that's the best. It's not. I guarantee it's not me. Uh, John, John, John Taylor has the best hair. John Taylor. We're going to have to check out a picture of John Taylor. Yeah, no. he has a flowing, flowing hair. It's, it's great, long and thick. So way better than my I just grow my hair out because I figure I'm going to have to have a job one of these days. I might as well grow it out while I can. Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, Zach, thanks for the time. Uh, good luck on Friday night, and uh, we'll see you in Provo. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Have a good one. Thanks, Zach. Zach Vigil. Listen, when it's the opponent the BYU plays, you don't tell them good luck on Friday. What do you, what do you mean good luck? You just say thanks for the time. There's no formality there. Come on. Oh, I don't know. I just heard you say good luck to the opponent. Some BYU fans are like, why are you wishing good luck to the opponent? I don't wish him poor luck. I don't either. Thanks for the time. Oh, my goodness. Let it be. No, you let it be. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. No, I... that. Last year we talked to Kyler Fackrell. This year, Zach Vigil. I appreciate the Utah State guys come on the show. And I said good luck to Kyler last year, too. Did it make a difference? Yeah, and he's out for the year now. Good job. Come on! <laughs> this is BYU Sports Nation. This is Craig Bills, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The hammer! Craig Bills. That's what his grandpa wants him to be called. That's what Craig he's wants to be called. He's from Mississippi, and he's the, the hammer. We, get, we tried to give him some names and didn't, didn't Correct, fly. medical bills didn't, didn't, didn't really pass. work. Dollar dollar bills. That, see, that one's good. That one's good. Boom. But the hammer. And that's fair because he, yeah, he hits really hard. The hammer. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or subscribe to the RSS feed on BYUSportsNation.com. Cue the music. One lucky fan will win a trip for two to the 2014 Miami Beach Bowl or whatever bowl BYU plays in, for that matter. With our BYU Sports Nation, take your fandom to South Beach contest. One, two, three, four. 
Oh, man, it didn't kick in. I thought that was when it was going to kick in. All you have to do is follow at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter and then post a tweet using the hashtag BYUSNMiami. The contest ends Saturday, <laughs> October 4th. If I hear the word mankini one more time in reference to what I'm wearing in this cartoon thing that pops up on the television screen when we do this. I didn't say it. I'm going to go crazy. A little bird in your ear might have. Every time. <laughs> Every time. Yes. Okay. Resetting today's trending topics. We Transition don't know who the Utah State quarterback will be. Nor do they. Chucky Keaton, Daryl Garrettson. But whoever it is, BYU's Bronco Mendenhall says we will be ready because we're preparing for Chucky, and he is a Heisman Trophy candidate. Might not look like one right now. Not anymore. But at one point, he certainly was. Uh, last year. Not this year. Joining us now on BYU Sports Nation, our third guest in a go-fast, go-hard edition of this live show, David Nixon, former BYU linebacker, NFL linebacker as well. David, how are you, my friend? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How in the world Just do the you show. prepare for two quarterbacks with different skill sets? Well, I, I think traditionally in the past, maybe last year, it'd be tougher to prepare for two different quarterbacks. But you look at this year, and, and it's been a long discussion with Chucky Keaton and, and <clears throat> excuse me, and, and how he's been struggling with his knee, right? And so I think you almost look at, at Keaton and, and Garrettson almost in the same light and the fact that both of them aren't really runners at this point. Uh, they're more pocket guys. I mean, you look at Keaton against Idaho State, he has 74 yards rushing. But then Wake Forest, you saw kind of the knee coming back. He had negative five yards rushing. So he's almost become more of a pocket guy, even though traditionally in the past we think of him more of a scrambling, running-type quarterback. But because of that knee and, and, and the lack of, of being able to get over the injury, he's almost become a pocket guy like Garrison. So I think if you're a BYU defense, you really don't have two contrasting different quarterbacks. You kind of almost have the same guy. And what influence does the O-line have? Because four of the five starters for Utah State uh, graduated. You returned Kevin Wimpy, who got hurt and got a medical red shirt. And so I, th- I think that plays into it, too. Yeah, I think so for sure. And we saw that last year with BYU's offensive line and, and how you know the pressure was able to get to taste. I mean, he struggled with his passing efficiency and things like that because of his offensive line. I think you're seeing that this year with, the, with Utah State. They've got an offensive line that's uh, been kind of jumbled around. You've got a lot of young guys playing. Uh, and, and it's really caused them troubles, and, and their offense really hasn't been able to get on track so far this year, um, and, and nor do I really think they're going to be able to get on track against BYU this week. BYU has not had a sack in the last two games. They've had 111 passes thrown against them, no quarterback sacks. I think seven quarterback hurries, but still, you want to get to the QB. Why or why not will that change against Utah State on Friday? Well, you know, we, we talked about a little bit about it last week uh, regarding Bronska Fusi and, and the fact that he, he demands double teams. But talking with some of the defensive guys this week, um, it, it really just comes down to being assignment sound, and, and that's really what they focused on. You can't really go in there and revamp your scheme, right? I mean, the defensive zone blitzes and man blitzes are going to be the same. Um, but we, talked a little, we touched on a little bit about it last week too, but when, when you go with these zone, zone blitzes and man blitzes, it all comes down to being assignment sound. We hear that phrase a lot, and, and people ask, well, what is that? Well, what is that, each David? Guy, each guy being in his proper gap. And, and, and so if you have two outside rushers, and both of them are in what we call the D gap or the most further outside gap, and both of them are outside that gap, you have a tackle or a tight end that can basically block two of them. Um, and, and the whole blitz goes for nothing, and now you're really short a man in coverage. And so, of course, you're going to get picked apart. And, and when I've watched BYU, I think a lot of these young guys – are trying to do too much, and they're not really going with, with what their assignments say. I mean, oftentimes it's, it's tough because when you hear a blitz dialed up, 
sometimes as a defensive player, you know that you're not going to really get to the quarterback. Your job is to maybe suck in the tackle or suck in the guard and open it up for maybe the, the blitzing safety or blitzing outside linebacker or, or inside back, whatever it may be. So certain blitzes are designed to showcase certain players. And I can, I can admit, sometimes it's tough because you know that that blitz not, is not really designed for you as a specific player, but you know that you're an integral part of it because if you don't do your job, if you, if you don't draw the tackle outside and open up that gap for the safety to come inside, then the whole blitz is, it goes for nothing and it's going to be a, a completed pass because, once again, you're, you're, le- you're leaving your secondary and other linebackers out to hang and out to dry. So watching the blitzes, I think a lot of guys – realize, look, we're not getting pressure on the quarterback, and so start, guys started to do kind of their own thing. And, and once again, talking to defense players this week, the, the focus was to go back to the basics and make sure that your assignment's sound. Every guy is in his proper gap. And when you do that, it's tough to block up these own blitzes. But once again, if there's one guy outside of his gap, it's easy to block him up. Unless your name's Justin Timberlake, doing your own thing never works. It just doesn't. So who are the guys, the linebackers, that BYU should try and uh, isolate to actually get to the quarterback, like you mentioned. Well, who, who are the best uh, guys that finish plays? You obviously go with your playmakers, and we, we go with uh, Alani Fua. I think Fua's got that big play capability. He's got that knack and that instinct to get to the quarterback. We've seen that in the past, um, but that, that's what you get out of a veteran guy who, who's – that's what he makes his living off of is, is rushing the quarterback and then, and then dropping to the flats. And so um, he's a skilled pass rusher, and, and, and I think BYU will continue to focus and, and try to showcase him. Uh, but then I think you really look at this defensive line. you got Remington Peck and, uh, and Graham Rowley, guys like those and, and Brodska Fusi that, that really aren't maybe big names per se, Remington Peck, for example. Uh, but the guy, the guy can get to the quarterback, and he's, he's a strong defensive end that, that, that can not only – Get a, give you a quick pass rush move, but also can give you what we call a bull rush move where, where you put the tackle right in the lap of the quarterback and put pressure on that way. So um, I think you go with the usual playmakers, but I think the defensive ends uh, going forward really need to step up because, once again, some of these blitzes, when you do stunts, which, which is a, which a movement with the DN and the, and the inside tackle, when you do some stunts, that can free up those guys and allow them to get in and put some pressure on the quarterback, too. Okay, so true or false, BYU will have two or more quarterback sacks against Utah State. Very true. All right. Do you like the Cougars to come? What, what's a more realistic number? Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to say some double-digit number. I'm going with, like, no! I, I'm going with, uh, no, I'm, I, I say they get four or more. Double, double digit number. I'm not coming out with a bull prediction today. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, might be foreshadowing something else from somebody else this week. Yeah. We'll see. Oh. N- named, does it rhyme with Mayan Mogan? <laughs> something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. David Nixon with us on BYU Sports Nation. This is the only in-state rivalry game this year between two Division One programs. I hate that! Check that. A featured in-state game, according to Bronco Mendenhall. When BYU's won 23 of the last 25 against Utah State, does this qualify as a rivalry, David? No, it is not. <laughs> it, it doesn't. You, the opposing team has to win some games in order for it to be a rivalry. Um, with that being said, I mean, the, 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 you know, the, one back, the last home game against Utah State was a close one, right? Um, and so you have to give Utah State credit to, to keeping them um, you know, close and keeping them somewhat competitive. But until Utah State starts winning some of these games, it's, it's kind of a rivalry for them and just another game for BYU. So. And that's been the MO of Utah State, unfortunately. When, when Utah State doesn't play BYU, I root for Utah State. 
Utah, on the other hand, I hope they go 0-12 every year. <laughs> like I, you know what I mean? But Utah State, yeah, they've come close in big games at Auburn, at Wisconsin, at BYU and all that. It's different. BYU's won a bunch against Utah State. And this year's a little different than last year. I think BYU felt like, hey, there's a chance we could lose, lose this game, but BYU played well. This year, David, Utah State's out of sorts. They just lost to Arkansas State on the road in overtime. Chucky Keaton's hurt. They don't even know if he's going to play. They're in a weird spot right now. Yeah, which still kind of puts some pressure on BYU because they're expected to win. Uh, Utah State's kind of on a, on a down year, so um, BYU should go to win this game. So there is some added pressure because it is one of those games that uh, the BYU will be picked heavily to win in. Uh, but you've got a Utah State team that looks, as this, looks at this game as a rivalry, and, and so they're going to come in with some added motivation. And so it's one of those games where you, you definitely can't slip up and you have to prepare uh, for them as you would any other game, uh, which they will. Uh, but uh, it really reminds me of the days when we were in the Mountain West, and like I said, we, we'd go play New Mexico, Wyoming, and it was their Super Bowl to play BYU, and, and they'd come out with a, you know, some new packages that we hadn't seen on film. I mean, they, they were saving these offensive plays and defensive plays for the BYU game that year, and, and so we always get all sorts of different wrinkles thrown at us, and I wouldn't be surprised this week, you know, especially coming off Arkansas State, uh, where maybe they didn't open up the whole package, and, and, and Utah State throws some new wrinkles at BYU that they haven't seen, so um, you always got to expect the unexpected when you play these type of games and, and you play opponents that, once again, this is kind of their Super Bowl, their highlighted, circled game for the year. Against Wake Forest, three different guys threw a touchdown pass for Utah State because they threw a receiver-to-receiver hmm. play, and then the backup quarterback came in for Chucky, so interesting. David Nixon with us on BYU Sports Nation, former NFL linebacker, BYU TV sports analyst. You can follow him on Twitter, at D underscore Nixon. David, BYU is in a, in a unique scenario. For the first time since 2008, they're 4-0, hoping to go 5-0. You talked with us the last time you were on BYU Sports Nation about how hard it is to go undefeated and to deal with the pressure. Why does this team have the maturity, not just the talent, but the maturity to run the table? You know, I, I think the maturity is there for the players, but to be honest, I think the maturity is there with the coaching staff too because uh, a lot of the coaching staff that, that's here now was, was part of our 2008 team when we started off 6-0, and uh, you know, ranked ninth in the country, and, and, and they experienced that loss. And so, uh, you know, we, we've talked about this. I, talking to the, to, to, to the players and to the coaches, they literally do have a completely different mindset. Um, I know when, when we were playing and in that 2008 season, we really had that – that BCS mentality, just get to the BCS, get to the BCS, and it's exact opposite here. It's, it's literally take it every single game, one game at a time. Now, I'll be honest, in 2008, we, we didn't really have that mentality. We had that, that big old BCS um, kind of looming right there in front of our eyes we were trying to, to, to reach for, and it's, it's kind of the opposite mindset with these guys. They're, they're, they aren't really thinking about you know, uh, the, the possible BCS playoff. They're, they're not thinking about a New Year's Day bowl game. They're, they're literally taking this game, these games one, one, one game at a time. And so I give credit to the coaching staff for, for kind of instilling that in their minds. But uh, at the same time, you've got players, um, you've got some veteran players that are great leaders. I mean, because you've got, uh, you know, Craig Bills, um, you've got Bronson Kafusi, those guys that, you know, Bronson's dad was, was a coach during that 2008 season. So I imagine he's heard lots of stories and, Anyways, I, I think that they've just got a different mindset, a different mentality. Um, and then on top of that, the, the schedule is, is, uh, is, is favorable in the sense that they have a great chance of winning out from here if they take care of business. Um, and, and I think starting this week and going forward, they have some great opportunities to, to go out there and showcase what, what they can do and, and hopefully uh, uh, prove to the voters and, and to everyone else that they deserve to be in, in some type of talk if they, if they run the table. 
Well, no after further review tonight, so take it easy, and then we'll see you Friday, David. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Take it easy. This just in, by the way, at Jared R. Lloyd, Daily Herald. Guy Holiday just said Nick Kurtz and Jordan Leslie practice today and are going to play against Utah State. We talked to Jordan Leslie, and we will discuss that next. What does the addition of Nick Kurtz really mean for this BYU offense? What can he do to open things up? Oh, Nicholas Kurtz! All in on going unbeaten. It's a one-game season, people. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. We are broadcasting in crystal clear radio vision. Thursday, BYU Basketball Media Day, two-hour edition of BYU Sports Nation. Dave Rose, Tyler House, Kyle Collinsworth, Chase Fisher, Anson Winder. I keep on saying his name incorrectly just to be weird. And now it's getting to my head. I messed myself up. You had yeah. to like think about it for a second, didn't you? I was like, Anson w- Winder? What's his name? <laughs> Anson Winder. Yeah. And, and Child Kilton. And Child, Child Kilton, the yeah. men's basketball sports information director extraordinaire. Yep, I did that. Great hey, to hey, have- hey, Child, there's a, there's a shoe up here, Nate Austin's, and the basketball still up here. Basketball on just want, the set. Just want to point that out. <laughs> if you were wondering... <laughs> Join us on Thursday, two-hour edition of BYU Sports Nation, yeah. BYU Basketball and, oh, Media yeah. Day. Friday, live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium on game day. And Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern time, a special Saturday edition of BYU Sports Countdown Nation. Countdown to conference. Plus the rebroadcast tonight, 8 and 11 Eastern. There's so much going on with the show this week. It's fantastic. And if you don't like the show, then, well. <laughs> well, you're not listening or watching right now, so whatever. <laughs> We just talked to Jordan Leslie about 20 minutes ago. Uh, he said some interesting things. The one thing I didn't know is he'd had two ankle surgeries, the last coming in his sophomore season while he was playing wide receiver at UTEP. One on each ankle. When he hurt his ankle on Saturday, he hobbled off really fast. I mean, it was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. But he said it was just a sprain and that he is he ready said he to go. Will play. He's going to play. And that he feels 10 times better today than yesterday. Yeah. I thought he meant when he heard it yesterday. So that's great news. Plus, Nick Kurtz is going to play on, set on Friday. Nick Kurtz is going to play. BYU is going to burn whatever redshirt possibility there was with him. They're all in. Clearly. On, on Clearly going they're all in. Six foot six, JC receiver. Wes Welker's best friend. No, if you missed that, Wes Welker really wanted him to go to Texas Tech, and he did not. BYU has this very talented, tall receiver who, to me, was BYU's best receiver in fall camp when we watched. What's he going to do in game number one coming off of a stress fracture in his foot? Don't expect a lot, to, to me. He's not going to have 10 catches and 150 and 3 TDs. This is what he no. will do. He will cause a distraction. He's somebody else to worry about. And he – okay – Here's what I love about Nick Kurtz. He's very similar to Mitch Matthews. The difference that I see right now with Kurtz is that Matthews will kind of allow the ball to come into his hands. That's good in certain situations, right? But Kurtz goes up and grabs the ball. Goes and gets he the is ball. very aggressive in the air. 6'6", six, six, uh, also kind of skinny like Mitch Matthews, but good, a good receiver. This is great news. We asked Taysom what the biggest difference was between Nick Kurtz in the spring and in the fall camp, and he's just like, oh, <laughs> it's not even close. Yeah. You know, he's just he come looked, such a long way. Kurtz looked okay in the spring. I was like, this was a JC, like, all-star. He's been fantastic. 
Uh, he was in fall camp. But, yeah, how much do you expect out of him this week? I think his real impact is against Central Florida, UCF. Those guys can defend. Nine returning starters on the top 20 defense. BYU preparing for two quarterbacks, whether it's Chucky Keaton or Daryl Garretson. Bronco Mendenhall says the Cougars will be ready. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation, two-game series against South Florida in 2021 and 2022. The game in Florida will be played at the home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' Raymond James Stadium, so BYU in another NFL stadium. And, Jeremy, you were touching on this earlier in the show. This isn't just about the local fans and, and for BYU fans in Provo. Independence national. is giving BYU a national, I guess, coverage area for a- sure. Absolutely. I wonder that game probably on ESPN at some point, you know, in, in, uh, at South Florida. And people are like, won- oh, what about South Florida? They're no good, right? We don't know what they're going to be ranked number in two seven in years. I don't know. They might be awesome. Even if they're terrible, whatever. It's just you have 12 games. You have some throwaway games to play winnable games, right? Okay, you're probably wondering what BYU has on the schedule in 21 and 22. Yes. So you can mark your calendar. Arizona State at Central Florida. Boise State at USC. That's 21. 22. Three road games right now. At Central uh, South Florida, at Boise State, at Stanford. Wow. The schedules look really promising in the future. Yes. Tom Homo has done a nice job in independence of spreading his team and influence across the entire country. And if you're worried about awesome home games, just remember, 2019 has USC, Washington, Boise State, Wisconsin, and home. I know it's 19, but that's awesome. Oh, it's so awesome. What about next year? Yeah. There's some good games on the schedule. East Carolina and... Uh, Boise State and Cincinnati in Provo next year. That was a good game. BYU Sports Nation with the Cougar Whip Around up next. And who gets today's Rise and Shout? BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Studio B. You know what time it is? I do. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. It's official. Boom shakalaka. The second annual BYU Basketball Showcase is live on BYU TV Friday, October 17th, 9 Eastern time. We're hosting it, so check it out. Also, Thursday is Basketball Media Day, a two-hour edition of BYU Sports. Boom shakalaka. Women's volleyball. Thanks The ladies (laughs) ranked 10th in the latest AVCA poll. Yeah, they're back in the top 10. They play at Pepperdine tonight in Malibu, 9 Eastern, live on ESPNU. Future guests, listen to this. Steve Young. Utah State head coach Matt Wells. That should be fun tomorrow. Thank you, Remington Peck. Tom Homo, Dave Rose, Tyler Haas, Kyle Collinsworth, among others. That's pretty good. Fantastic. Yeah, you lost me at Steve Young, Jerem. <laughs> you had me at Steve. <laughs> Michael Steven Young. Hey, oh, by the way, I'm getting some support in my uh, defense of saying good luck to opposing players. Oh, are you? That's uh-huh. nice. Yeah, from a, a couple of people, as a matter of fact. Good for you! <laughs> Here, <laughs> Stop. Stop it! Now I can't find it. You messed me up, man. Ah! Anyway. They said it doesn't matter anyway, Jaron, because BYU's going to win by 30-plus. Are they? Nothing that Spencer says will have an effect on that. Oh, okay. Okay? So just leave it alone. Are you really? Are they, are, in all honesty, are you really stuck on that? No. No, no. So you would say good luck to an opposing player? I would not. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> okay. Today's right. I can use other words. Today's right. There are other shouts. It's brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes resoundingly 
to the defensive lineman, Remington, Remington Peck. Peck. Yeah, you made yesterday fun, man. <laughs> and he's not on Twitter. Got BYU Sports Nation on NFL.com. We didn't anticipate that. Right. But, yeah, it, when Chucky Keaton is the topic of conversation and he might not play and he's an NFL-type prospect, yeah, that's, that's going to happen. How much influence will the starting quarterback for Utah State, whether it's Chucky Keaton or Daryl Garrettson, have on the outcome of Friday's game? You got tweets. At David R. Rogers CPA. I think he's a CPA. I live up in Aggieville. To USU, this is their biggest rivalry. Yeah, we know that. Yep. But David Nixon said, no, it's not. Nope. <laughs> not, to be, not to Brigham. By the way, this just in. Robert and I told the media, every receiver he's got is ready to play and is healthy. Oh, 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 that, is, that is fantastic news. <laughs> I haven't heard about Algernon Brown yet. Oh, boy. I'm Here. assuming he's back. I don't know. <laughs> At Darrell behind. Only the margin of That's victory. great uh, handle. Hate to see Chucky hurt. Great athlete. Wish him well. Hashtag royal strong and true. BYU a 20 and a half point favorite right now. I'm uncomfortable with that. I know Utah State's in a weird place, and BYU likely, more than likely, wins this game. But trust me, Utah State's put up a good fight. Two of the last three have been decided by three points. They at, play BYU tough. <laughs> I know e- they're shorthanded. At Erika. Spencer did not lay his hands on them. No real luck was given. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're going back to that. <laughs> Blasphemy from Brian Logan. Man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> At Matthew W. Evans. Outcome of Friday's game is Matthew already Del- Dova? But Chucky is probably more fun to watch. Absolutely. Stamp of approval. I don't know that. that it's almost certain. I just think you have to be careful when it's Utah State. I'm telling you. I think BYU wins 17 plus, but just be careful. Jeremy has given the infamous 17-plus designation. Two games, a starting quarterback has been knocked out for the rest of the year. That worries me. Utah State and BYU. Thanks to Zach Vigil, Utah State linebacker David Nixon, Jordan Leslie, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUSportsNation.com. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Bill Ring. Good luck.